Continuing with this poem that we had been discussing regarding the remembrance of death, the last few lines or the last few aspects that we discussed where the poet has mentioned the time will come when a person will finally be lowered into his grave all that fine clothing etc. will all be removed then some people will make some kind of courtesy comments and some will give him some praises but after having done all that and doing whatever they felt was necessary then they will forget about him and some will start fighting over the what has been left behind, the inheritance and so on and maybe in some very very rare occasion they'll remember him Otherwise, everybody will get busy in their own occupations. So therefore, when this is the reality, and this is the case generally or many, in many instances, therefore a person should not depend on these kind of associations. He should understand that the best companion is his righteous deeds. So that was the last line, that, oh deceived person, do not be deceived by their company. The best of companions is good deeds. Thereafter, the poet further says, فِيمَ التَّغَافُرُ وَالْأَيَّامُ دَائِرَةٌ فِيمَ التَّكَاسُرُ وَالْأَحْوَالُ فِي حِوَلِي Why then this negligence when the days are passing by? Why then this laziness when the conditions are changing? That when every day is ticking away, that day will never come back and it means a person is one day closer to his grave, one day closer to his death. So when that is the reality, so how can they be now negligence? Because we have no idea how much is time is left. So much has gone, but it could be hardly any time left. So how can they be negligence? And when every other day there's some different condition coming up, how can a person now still afford to be lazy and allow time to just pass by? This should never be the case. Female awilu lada darin khalat wa afat. Why cry over a house which is desolate and whose remains have been effaced? Why wail upon monuments and ruins? That all these things are going to be of no benefit to us. Why then this childishness when childhood days have passed? Why then these poems when the time of poetry has passed? The aspect of why then this childishness when childhood has passed? So many times we might have reprimanded a child as well. So somebody not child, somebody now has grown past the childhood. Maybe somebody in his teens that don't behave like a child. You have now grown up. You know more a uh, toddler. You know more a seven-year-old. So this kind of reprimand we've done for the sake of dunya and when somebody has become lazy in dunya, then we've made this kind of comment, this kind of reprimand. Now the poet is saying to us that regardless of our age, if we consider sometimes and how many things of childishness we are involved in. Children, children have small toys and they sometimes get so engrossed in those toys, they've got no time for anything else. And somebody tries to take the toy away from them, it's like the whole world is going away. So small children have small toys, 
Sometimes we have become like big children with big toys. That small child, he's also sometimes, he's got the little matchbox car and then he's moving it around with his hand and he's screeching it. Now you get a bigger child, he's screeching the wheels on the road. What's the difference between the two? It's still childhood. It's just a matter of that the nature of the toy has changed. That one person has got that child has got that toy in his hand and he's making those screeching sounds with his mouth. And this person is making the screeching sounds with those wheels burning the tires and the road. Both are in the childhood. But just that that child, that is his time to do that. That is his time to now play around in that manner. And that is his phase of life. But this person now, he's in his 20s, he's in his 30s, he's gone in his 40s, and he's still in that childhood, different kinds of toys. Somebody is now a child, he's playing all kinds of games. Now somebody is already past that childhood, but he's also playing games. So this is due to a person not realizing or due to that ghaflat having engulfed the heart. So the reality of life hasn't dawned. Every day is ticking and we're getting closer to our cover. And Allah forbid that suddenly the angel of death comes and we're not prepared. Then what will be the case? What is the meaning of play and fun when 50 years of life have passed? When the fire of old age has raged, then what is the meaning of fun and play? What the poet is saying, that we just spoke about childishness. That is the time when the child is five years old, so he is meant to play now. That is his phase of life. He is expected to be playing. And if he is not playing, then there is something out of place. That is his time of life. That is his play. But now somebody has become 50. He is also still looking for fun and games and entertainment. And his life is also revolving in the same thing. So then it means there is something really a problem. And then the fire of old age actually refers to that now the white hair has overtaken a person's hair, his beard. Now he's moved on onto that phase of life where he should be remembering the cover directly in front of him. But despite that, there's still the same fun and entertainment and play that has become the object of life. So now the person is all the time going in that same circle and just chasing that fun, chasing that entertainment. As mentioned that it's just a matter of the nature of the toys change, but the childhood hasn't gone. So, those people who have the concern of Akhirat, and this is the purpose of discussing this, that the concern of the reality that death could come at any time, we have to be prepared. That person now is not going to spend his life in chasing fun and entertainment. Allah Ta'ala has given us that leeway to for the relaxation of the mind and body within the limits of Shariat. There are various limits within which, which this is allowed and permissible. What are the limits we need to learn that and find out. But this kind of lifestyle where this becomes the object of life, a person earns from January till December, the only purpose is working hard for the whole year so that he can have that grand holiday at the end of the year and he spends that whole year's savings year in and year out. This is how the Western lifestyle revolves. And unfortunately this has crept into us. If that holiday for some reason couldn't be had for that year, then it is like a person has been deprived of the most, uh, like half his life is gone. 
there might be major problems within the family if that father or so and if that cannot be afforded sometimes with loans being taken this is far away from the life of a mu'min that he makes this his objective this his purpose and life keeps revolving in that cycle so this is not the life of a person who has akhirat in front of him that who is conscious that death could come at any time so within the limits Allah Ta'ala has provided us that leeway that a person, his insan, he sometimes needs to relax his mind and so on so there are certain limits for taking care of that but that's not the purpose of life that is not what a person revolves his life around chasing fun, chasing entertainment فَدَعْ ذِكْرَ لَيْلَا وَلُبْنَا وَزْدِيَارَهُمَا ثُمَّ ارْتِحَالَهُمَا مِنْ هَذِهِ الْحِلَلِ Discard the talks of meeting and separation of Layla and Lubla now. This is meaning people are getting involved in all the kind of futile things, all kinds of uh, reading, for example, in our situation, novels and fiction. and All these kind of things, people are following blogs of futile things. And people come and talk about it. This is what I'm caught up in and this is what I'm so addicted to. I got to read this blog. What is this blog all about? Well, somebody is just writing something. Yes, yeah, some fictitious stories. What? This is just somebody wants to make money out of something. But this is how shaitan then traps people into that whole net. And this is ajeeb that this internet, what a word has been coined for it. That it is that international net. Net, previously the only thought used to come when a person was heard the word net. Let something to, to trap something into it. person goes fishing, he's got a net. And then you hear about well, the sardines came, they had a big net. So then caught millions of sardines one time. So now this has become an international net. It might have its good uses, but unfortunately for most people or many people, it has become the net of shaitan. And a person is caught up into all kinds of things which take him far away from Allah wa ta'ala. So this is not the time to now spend our life in this, this kind of manner, this careless way. Life is very precious. And Allah knows best when those minutes are just suddenly going to tick away and we won't have any opportunity then to do anything further. Tilka al ghawani wa in akhlasna khullataha wallahi lasna biriatim minad dakhali. Inshallah we'll continue from here tomorrow. There's another aspect that is being discussed now. So inshallah we'll discuss that later. Allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq to be always remembering death and be preparing for death and so that when the time comes inshallah we are ready for that moment Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq subhanallah alhamdulillah subhanallah alhamdulillah once again the reminder is that us bear in mind the adab of the masjid let us bear in mind the etiquette that we don't raise our voices in the masjid many of us are present we are all gathered here in one place and if all of us talk in a soft tone also it becomes a loud sound. So we have to be conscious of this, that we do not do those kind of things that cause a disturbance to others and also that's against the etiquette of the masjid. So we will have to want to talk something, we have to be very conscious of this.